welcome to Yagiostos. My name is Bill Dykstra. Today is May 24th, 2019, and we commemorate St. Vincent of Larens. Vincent is an interesting character because he was born in the West, yet he is more revered in Eastern Christianity. Vincent was born in Toulouse, Gaul. There is next to nothing known about Vincent's life, however we know a great deal more about his theological works. Probably his most famous work, the Commonatorium, is a treaty on tradition and how to discern it from falsehood. He wrote the Commonatorium under the pseudonym Peregrinus and states that this is the guide that he himself uses when faced with confusion. Considering we can't say much about his life, and considering we are certainly in a time of rampant confusion, I would like to read the first two chapters of his book. So before I begin reciting uh, the two chapters, I'll just reiterate this is St. Vincent's way of deciding and or understanding how or what is in Christian tradition and what is alien to it. So let me begin. I, Peregrinus, who am the least of all servants of God, remembering the admonition of Scripture, ask thy fathers, and they will tell thee, thine elders, and they will declare unto thee. And again, bow down thine ear to the words of the wise, and once more, my son, forget not these instructions, but let thy heart keep my words. Remembering these admonitions, I say, I, Peregrinus, am persuaded that, the Lord helping me, it will be of no little use and certainty as regards my own feeble powers. It is most necessary that I should put down in writing the things which I have truthfully received from the Holy Fathers, since I shall then have ready at hand wherewith by constant reading to make amends for the weakness of my memory. To this aim I am incited not only by regard to the fruit to be expected from my labor, but also by the consideration of time and the opportuneness of place. By the consideration of time, foreseeing that time seizes upon all things human, we also in turn ought to snatch from it something which may profit us to eternal life especially since a certain awful expectation of the approach of the divine judgment importantly demands increased earnestness in religion, while the subtle craftiness of new heretics calls for no, no ordinary care and attention. I am incited also by the opportuneness of place, in that avoiding the concourse and the crowds of cities, I am dwelling in the seclusion of a monastery, situated in a, re in a remote grange, where I can follow without distraction the psalmist's admonition, Be still, and know that I am God. Moreover, it suits well with my purpose in adopting this life, for, whereas I was at one time involved in the manifold and deplorable tempests of secular warfare, I have now at length under Christ's auspices cast anchor in the harbor of religion, a harbor to all, always most safe, in order that, having there been freed from the blasts of vanity and pride, 
and propitiating God by the sacrifice of Christian humility, I may be able to escape not only the shipwrecks of the present life, but also the flames of the world to come. But now, in the Lord's name, I will set about the object I have in view, that is to say, to record with the fidelity of a narrator, rather than the presumption of an author, the things which our forefathers have handed down to us and committed to our keeping, yet observing this rule in what I write, that I shall by no means touch upon everything that might be said, but only upon what is necessary. Nor yet in an inordinate and exact style, but in simple and ordinary language, so that the most part may seem to be intimated rather than set forth in detail. Let those cultivate elegance and exactness who are confident of their ability or are moved by a sense of duty. For me, it will be enough to have provided a commonatory for myself, such as may aid my memory, or rather provide against my forgetfulness, which the same commonatory, however, I shall endeavor, the Lord helping me, to amend and make more complete by little and little, day by day, by recalling to mind what I have learnt. I mentioned this at the outset, that if by chance what I write should slip out of my possession and come into the hands of holy men, they may forbear to blame anything therein hastily, when they see that there is a promise that it will yet be amended and made more complete. Chapter 2 A general rule for distinguishing the truth of the Catholic faith from the falsehood of heretical pravity. I have often then inquired earnestly and attentively of very many men eminent for sanctity and learning how and by what sure and so to speak universal rule I may be able to distinguish the truth of the Catholic faith from the falsehood of heretical pravity. And I have always, and in almost every instance, received an answer to this effect. That whether I or anyone else should wish to detect the frauds and avoid the snares of heretics as they rise, and to continue sound and complete in the Catholic faith, we must, the Lord helping, fortify our own belief in two ways. First, by the authority of divine law and then by the tradition of the Catholic Church. But here someone perhaps will ask, since the canon of Scripture is complete and sufficient of itself for everything, and more than sufficient, what need is there to join with it the authority of the Church's interpretation? For this reason, because, owing to the depth of Holy Scripture, all do not accept it in one and the same sense, but one understands its words in one way, another in another, so that it seems to be capable of as many interpretations as there are interpreters. For Novitian expounds it one way, Sibelius another, Donatus another, Arius, Eunominus, Macedonius another, Photinus another, Apollinarius, Priscillian, another, Iovian, Pelagius, Celestius, another, lastly, Nestorius, another. 
Therefore, it is very necessary, on account of so great intricacies of such various error, that the rule for the right understanding of the prophets and apostles should be framed in accordance with the standard of ecclesiastical and Catholic interpretation. Moreover, in the Catholic Church itself, all possible care must be taken that we hold the faith which has been believed everywhere, always, and by all. For that is truly, and in the strictest sense, Catholic, which, as the name itself and the reason of the thing declare, comprehends all universality. This rule we shall observe if we follow the universality, antiquity, consent. We shall follow universality if we confess that one faith to be true, which the whole church throughout the world confesses, antiquity, if we in no wise depart from those interpretations which its manifest were notoriously held by our holy ancestors and fathers. Consent in like manner, if in antiquity itself we adhere to the consentient definitions and determinations of all, or at least of almost all priests and doctors. Now, I don't know what you think, but I certainly look at this, and St. Vincent makes it quite clear that being an Orthodox Catholic is a straightforward thing. I love that line, we hold that faith which has been believed everywhere, always, and by all. It's simple, but yet it's beautiful at the same time. I also I also really liked this other line that might have gone unnoticed that I want to uh, highlight. Um, to amend and make more complete by little and little, day by day, by recalling to mind what I have learnt. I don't know about you. I love to read about the faith. I love... I, I try to read the Bible every day. I try to read the saints. I try to, you know, read history. But I often read something and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. What if we sat down and tried to recall, you know, what did I read yesterday? What was last Sunday's reading? Who was today's saint? What did I learn earlier today? Anyways, that's just me. I don't want to preach at you. But I would encourage you to look up the commonatorium and find your own copy and read it. And, you know, maybe pray today to St. Vincent to um, call to mind those things which maybe we uh, believe that what haven't been believed by all um, everywhere um, and always. So I just want to say thank you very much for listening. This has been your Daily Dose of Agios, St. Vincent of Larens. Pray for us.